0: This is The Causes of Things, and I'm your host, Michael O'Fallon. It is July 7th, 2020. My hope in this brief episode of The Causes of Things is to help you think, to help you think expansively, and also help you to problem solve, to think about what's going on around you. Hopefully it'll help you to think in such a way that will help you understand what's happening to you, to our nation, and to the entire world. And before we dive into the center of today's topic... I want you to remember what I have said in past episodes over the last four months. Firstly, there has been an operational preparation of the environment of our civilization over the past 12 years, integrating concepts such as postmodernism, critical theory, deconstruction, and introducing cynical concepts of anti-nationalism and hatred of our civilization from our educational institutions, our arts and media, our national pastimes, our corporations, our politicians, and sadly, our churches. Nearly all of our major denominations, our churches, politicians, national sports, musicians, entertainers, educators, and nearly every major corporation has piggybacked cynical theories, destructive ideologies onto these legitimate areas of our culture to convince you to hate those that have less melanin in their skin, to hate the founding of our nation, to hate the systems that we have fought so hard to make equal, that give opportunity to every man, woman, and child to succeed. All while the United States is sending trillions of dollars around the world to help the rest of those nations not blessed with America's systems. To succeed. These malicious and poisonous ideologies have come through some of our most trusted institutions, such as through education and again as we said before, our churches. That is why we have referred to this entire issue as a Trojan horse. It came into the gates of our city with our permission and then unleashed these horrifying, divisive, racist ideas into our own families, into our nation, into our communities. They were attempting to wipe out our nation's past, our civilization's past, destroy our heritage. Every memory of the past must be destroyed. Even Abraham Lincoln, even Frederick Douglass. It all has to be destroyed. It all has to be wiped out every memory of it. We're also told to hate our systems, that all of our systems are filled with sin and with hatred and with oppression. Of course, they're also saying that everything is filled with systemic racism, with unequal systemic corruption. And now those that are supplying the monetary push behind this criticism and the revolution also behind it, are now offering their long-planned, well-thought-out solution. A great reset. They're saying that we need a great reset to replace our operating systems in our civilization across the globe. They're insisting that we need a year zero to complete This historical reset, just like Pol Pot insisted in Cambodia, just like Robespierre insisted upon in the French Revolution. They are saying that our systems have been damaged and we need a new system, a great reset. Our new self appointed masters that many of you have never even heard of before want to transition our entire system from analog to digital. So, how do we get here? Well, it all started with a virus. So, I want to turn our attention to help you think about a virus. And specifically, what a virus actually does. Well, the virus I'm referring to is probably not the same virus you are thinking about right now as I am speaking. But in many ways, what is in your mind and what I will be examining have effectually been quite similar. And quite damaging in exactly the same way. A computer virus is a form of malicious software that piggybacks onto legitimate application code in order to spread and reproduce itself. Like other types of malware, a virus is deployed by attackers or hackers to damage or take control of a computer, of your hard drive, your memory, your data and your operating system. Its name, a virus, comes from the method by which it infects its intended targets. A biological virus, like, let's say, COVID-19, cannot reproduce on its own. It needs to hijack a cell to do that work for it, wrecking havoc on the infected organism in the process. And in exactly the same way A computer virus isn't itself a standalone program. It's a code snippet that inserts itself into some other application. When that application runs, it executes the virus code, with results that range from the disastrous to the absolutely catastrophic. One type of a virus is a Trojan virus, which masquerades as harmless applications to trick users into executing them. The distinguishing feature of a virus is that it needs to infect other programs in order to operate. So what do computer viruses actually do? Well, just imagine an application on your computer has been infected by a virus. Well, how does the virus do its dirty work? The general course goes something like this. The infected application executes, usually at the request of the user, but not always. And the virus code is loaded into the CPU memory before any of the legitimate code executes. At this point, the virus propagates itself by infecting other applications on the host computer. It inserts malicious code wherever it can. A resident virus does this to programs as they open, whereas a non-resident virus can infect executable files even if they aren't running. Boot sector viruses use a particular pernicious technique at this stage. They place their code in the boot sector of the computer system disk, ensuring that it will be executed even before the operating system fully loads, making it impossible to run the computer in a clean way. Once the virus has its hooks into your computer, it can start executing its payload, which is the term for the part of the virus code that does the dirty work its creators built it for. You could say this is very similar to those that have somehow found their way into Congress through the Justice Democrats that now are passing legislation that is deliberately against the foundation of this nation, against the actual glue that holds America together. we well, back on track now. Once the virus has its hooks into your computer, it can start executing its payload which is the term for the part of the virus code that does the dirty work its creators built it for. These can include all sorts of nasty things. Viruses can scan your computer hard drive for banking credentials, log your keystrokes to steal passwords, turn your computer into a zombie that launches a DDoS attack against the hacker's enemies, or even encrypt your data and demand a Bitcoin ransom to restore access. Other types of malware can have similar payloads, of course, and DDoS Trojans are some of those. Today, viruses, just like bad ideas, spread via the Internet. In most cases, applications that have been infected by virus code are transferred from one computer to another computer, just like any other application. Because many viruses include a logic bomb, code that ensures that the virus payload only executes at a specific time or under certain conditions, users or admins may be unaware that their applications are infected and will transfer or install them with impunity. One thing to keep in mind about viruses is that they generally exploit vulnerabilities in your operating system, In order to infect your systems and operate freely within your system. If there are no holes to exploit, you can avoid infection even if you execute virus code. To that end, you'll want to keep all your systems patched and updated. Keeping an inventory of hardware so you know what you need to protect and performing continuous vulnerability assessments on your infrastructure. And if you aren't vigilant about performing these kinds of assessments on your infrastructure, a virus can enter and destroy nearly everything on your computer, wiping everything out, eliminating your memory, freezing your ability to do anything on your computer. It's what a virus does. You'll want to make sure that you back up your computer, your important files, your memories, your pictures and movies, because a virus will wipe out those memories, those fondly cherished moments, those important memories, those memorials that were so important to you, that gave you and your family purpose and conviction. Gone. Gone. So you had better back up your memories, your documents, kind of like how it's important to educate our young on what is real and what is important. Because if they are educated to hate, if they are educated to despise all the wonder and promise that is America, it will all be erased. All of it, as if it was never there. Kind of like what a virus will do to your operating system, to your hard drive. Just as a biological virus wants to keep its host alive so it can continue to use it as a vehicle to reproduce and spread, so too does a computer virus attempt to do its damage in the background while your computer still limps along. It will eventually wipe out your memory on your hard drive it will completely freeze your operating system. Or else you may need an entirely new hard drive. You may need to update your operating system that will prevent this sort of virus from destroying your computer again. You know, like a vaccination against the current virus. You may need A new hard drive as well. A great reset. And now you know what is going on. You are being manipulated. And make no mistake, the virus is real. But the virus has a purpose. And what is also real is this grand reflexive manipulation. It is here to destroy our operating system. To wipe out our memories. And the replacement is ready. A brand new operating system. A Great Reset. I'm Michael O'Fallon, and this has been The Causes of Things.